Love Talk Radio. playing tricks with your mind. Allow me to introduce myself. I will be working, and I said I've been going to do this, I'm going to be working on ideas to come up not with Chronicles of Brian Rails, because that's owned by WWE. Not my name right, but not yet. <laughs> nice wish. Be working on a video journal, because, you know, a lot of people come up with those. And anyways, I'll allow you to introduce you to the Queen of fandom, the godmother to all, wrestling fan and family and friends, wrestling related and non-wrestling related, the El Presidente of the crazed fan of the following, nacho cheese, chili dogs, Nathan's hot dogs, AJ Styles, Mr. Orton, Randy Orton, and Cowboy Bob. Uh, not Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons, of course. An avid fan of Alexa Bliss, The Miz, not Shane McMahon, but an avid fan, ladies and gentlemen, of the Oklahoma City Thunder, of the Oakland Raiders. She forgot about her Chiefs and Royals, the New York Yankees, the El Presidentes. I don't know what you, you know, well, Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, my lovely co-host, Grammy Hulkster. Wow, BJ, what an introduction. <laughs> you, know, you know, he had the majority of those things right. You know, he could leave out Alexis Bliss. He could leave out the Raiders and the Yankees, you know, because I, <laughs> I love my Chiefs of Royals. Cowboy Bob Orton, you know, yeah, he's a pretty nice guy. I've met him several occasions. I've never met Randy Orton, so, you know, I do, however, be trained. I kind of like The Miz right now, you know. I kind of like the storyline they're going with Miz. You know, the last couple of weeks, I've actually been watching Miz and Mrs. on USA Network, and I'm kind of beginning to kind of like that show. Because I really think the baby is phenomenal. I think Monroe Sky is absolutely awesome. You know, uh, last week, you know, he was nice enough to give Mommy a, a day out, you know, away from taking care of the baby where she could go get pampered. And him and Dolph Ziggler and another one of his friends, I think his name was Ryan, after they had partied all night watching the Cleveland Browns, and I think they all had a little bit too much to drink. They all had a little bit of a hangover, and he took the baby to this little music class, and the babies are all sitting there, 
banging on drums and banging on music instruments. <laughs> and, you know, despite the fact that, you know, he, he was still being the good daddy and, you know, taking the baby, you know, taking care of the baby for so mommy could have a, a much-needed day out with her mom and one of her friends, you know. So I think that's pretty cool, you know. But had a good show at Vandetta over the weekend, WSC for Mama Rockwell. Attendance was down a little bit, which was kind of sad, you know. But, I mean, it was a good show nonetheless. Tim was very appreciative of everybody that was there. Mom, his mom was appreciative of everybody was, that was there. I mean, this lady, fans, we're talking, this lady has missed one show since WFC got started. And that was actually when she was in the hospital when she found out she had lung cancer. So this show that they did Saturday was for Mama Rockwell. You know, I mean, amazing lady. I mean, we all love her. I We all would give the shirts off of our back to help her. And, you know, they did this show because she just recently lost her health insurance. She hasn't been able to do much chemo or radiation because of that. And so, you know, that's what Wrestling for a Cause is all about, fans, is, is helping the kids. I mean, we've helped adults, too, with cancer. You know, be trained. I mean, just a phenomenal, phenomenal show. I mean, it was amazing. Next show, you know, they're building up to the Ryder Cup next month, the 14th and 15th of June. Now, is Kurt Gannon going to be a part of that Ryder Cup show, B-Train? That I'm not sure of, Granny. You'd have to ask him directly. But oh, well, you know, I, I know. Well, I saw his picture on the flyer, so I don't know. You know, it, it was kind of hard to, you know, but it kind of looked like Kurt, so I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. But, you know, getting back to what I was saying, for the most part, fans, you know, everything that he said about me was pretty much, oh, and I don't like Alexa Bliss. Don't like Alexa Bliss, so that was another thing that I out wrong. But, you know, um, I have to tell you a funny story, uh, B-Train. You know, my son, you know, he's been calling me Granny Villain for the past almost year now. Well, he wanted me to have my Granny Villain shirt on underneath uh, my Granny Holster shirt. And when the villains came out, take off my Granny Holster shirt, look at the villains, look at my Granny shirt, look at the villains, hang my Granny shirt over the banister, and put up the villain sign. Well, that being yeah. said, I did not do that. I did not do that. Because, you know, even though it was Vandetta, I did not do that. Now he's coming up with the idea that being... Mr. Timothy Rockwell started the Granny Villain stuff at the Ryder Cup last year. That I need to turn heel starting for the Ryder Cup up to the Christmas show. Don't know if that's going to happen, fans, but you know, the thing about this whole thing is, Big Train, Tim, well, I mean, Anthony actually messaged Tim with his idea. Tim Rockwell told Anthony that I was perfect just the way I was. Wait a minute. So how's that for a bill? How's that for the natural born villain saying nice things about Granny Holster, even though he's the one that started the Granny Villain name? Oh, my. Go figure that one out, friends. 
I think, you know, it is true. Is if we were to transpose Granny, it'd be kind of like the Twilight Zone. Although Granny is in denial about how perfect being a villain really is. No, I'm not. I'm not in denial at all. It's okay, fans, because, you know, on the previous episode of today, because I had an interview and I've had mixed sleep lately, folks, and I've been deciding what to do and what not to do. Let me just say this. Um, I've known Granny almost a full year and a half, almost, well, yeah, almost a year and a half now, because it's almost, it's way past the anniversary when she came on the show. So, that being said, Granny is not going to change, folks, no matter how much we poke and prod and how much the Lord wants Granny to be evil. I would, I would know. break too many kids' people. You know, I would break too many people's hearts by me turning evil. I mean, they love Granny for who, that I, who I am. Not there, Granny. I'm talking about if you were all of a sudden to start cheering, you know, the bad guys, you know, surprising people. It's like, wait a minute, I thought she was for the good ones, you know. That kind of caught people off guard is to have you start cheering for pretty much every single bad guy, with the the exception of Baron Corbin. Yeah, of course, yeah. And that's where Anthony is going with this, you know, like, oh, I would surprise so many people, you know, and you know, that being said, let's move on to something else exciting here. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I apologize for missing earlier betraying a main well, It was one of those things, uh, unfortunately, I was talking up. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing, Granny. What I was discussing earlier with a group of people that were on my early section uh, they're not at work. They're paying attention to the show. Some. It's sad, Granny. I, I read somewhere that Forbes.com that the ratings for SmackDown Live on Monday or Monday Night Raw have been declining. I'm thinking, well, gee, that doesn't make sense because at the WrestleMania they're close to above a four. And I looked at the year progressive ratings of SmackDown Live and Monday Night Raw as a whole. And I'm saying to myself, well, gee, this doesn't make sense because people still watch it. It may not be the most popular thing, but part of the reason why people are not flocking to it is it said it. It needs a breakout star where everyone's going to tune in and be like, man, I really got to see this. I agree. I mean, you know, and I'm like, I didn't get to watch much of Monday Night Raw last night. I was kind of wrapped up doing some other things, and so I just saw bits and pieces of it. But you know, I'm not sure what's. You know, I, I don't like the idea that. Oh, I don't know. You know, they said Roman Reigns is back on Raw, and you know all this other. You know, and I saw the little bit about the AJ Styles thing, and. It's just super confusing. Like, how are we supposed to keep up with all this stuff? And it's just like, okay, so I guess they're now having four wild, four people invited from each roster each week. And it's like, okay, 
We get it. You know, Vince wants to keep, not just Vince, but the creative wants to keep it fresh. And now they got Sami Zayn bitching at the crowd and Bray Wyatt doing the Firefly stuff. And it's like, okay, I get where they're trying to go with that direction with Bray Wyatt. I understand that Sami Zayn is just, but now it's like, okay, so instead of Kevin Owens that Braun Strowman is picking on, now it's Sami Zayn's turn. I don't. <laughs> and this time, instead of a porta potty, Granny, it was, um, yeah, it was put Sami Zayn in the dumpster, have a dump truck come in and dump the dumpster trash, which included Sami Zayn, which was really funny. But every week, we're going to have the same thing. Like, uh, Sami Zayn gets up. And he tells the crowd, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. You guys are going to bitch about it on a blog. Blah, blah, blah. And now, Granny, I read somewhere that WWE is in talks of signing a contract with Fox. Oh, wow. And I'm I've just like, too. well, you know, I, I don't know if it's going to help or harm, um, but some of the reviews... Let me just say, folks, it's it's mixed. It's going to be a mixed bag that you'll get with wrestling reviews about wrestling. It's just like, okay, I don't, I don't understand it. But that's because I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I don't claim to know everything. I don't want to claim to know everything. I don't. But this site to say that, oh, yeah, you know, some of the reviews are like, hey, you know, wrestling isn't even considered a sport. It would be a disaster if it were to be on Fox. You don't know, you don't know the end result. Either. The last time wrestling was on Fox, yeah, it kind of got mixed ratings because... WCW was still around and yeah there's just a whole bunch of competition things going on rating wise so it going on Fox folks I don't know I can't confirm or deny I don't work for WWE so if you're asking me that question you must be better to talk with a WWE rep for that or just read around the internet you know Dave Meltzer will blab and blab and blab Lord only knows people follow that that guy. Why? Because he gives all the dirt. Supposedly, when you turn around and read his shit, WrestleMania 34, guess what, folks? It was the complete opposite of what Meltzer was relaying to you guys because it's kind of like... of what was going to happen. And that's another thing. Granny, there's been a lot of question marks going into Money in the Bank. And I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of Lacey Evans. I really. She just doesn't rub me the right way. I'm not a, a big fan of hers either. I, I just don't know what it is about her. I mean, okay, I guess she's got talent or she would be there, but. I just I just don't know what the purpose of her is, really. I haven't figured that part out. 
And I mean, I'm pretty a, a pretty good judge of when I watch, you know, WWE, you know, whether it be Raw or SmackDown. But you know, and and I know, you know, they're trying to give the fans what we want, okay? You know, because I made that announcement, you know, several months ago. We're going to start giving the fans, you the fans, what 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 you all want, and I, and I think that's wonderful that they're going to do that. But then you got somebody like Lacey Evans that comes walking out or comes strutting out, as I should say, you know, interfe- I mean, just interrupting a match, distracting people, and now she's actually in the ring wrestling. You know, I just, I, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of hers either. I mean, I, I've seen better. I've seen worse. I just can't really... Other than the fact I just don't like her right now, I I just, I don't, I can't, I can't give a good opinion about her right now. It's hard to get behind someone that resembles the entire Divas division from 1999 to 2003. That long, you know, whatever, don't matter. I even Tori Wilson could wrestle better than this one, even though she was a sex symbol for whatever reason. And I'm not, I'm not 100% behind Lacey Evans because it's like you can tell the jitters in the ring, not just the jitters, but the way that she goes about doing stuff is not the way that we fans. We fans have been accustomed to as of late, like accustomed to meaning like the talent being called up from NXT, like Bailey, Sasha, who's now not there anymore, uh, Becky, Charlotte. Even Charlotte wrestles better than this one, folks. And we, you know, got a full dose of her and Sasha playing hot potato with the women's championship. Um, reason also, Granny, I'm worried is because, like, what stories are they trying to give us? It's like they focus. One, you know, one angle between, let's say, the B team and Roman Reigns when he goes to Monday Night Raw because they said he wasn't supposed to show up. Like, okay, guys, I understand that's not too confusing, but I thought that when you do the shakeup that they were exclusive to that roster. I guess not. That's true. Yep. I agree with that. (laughs) Like I don't know. Okay, you know, I, oh, go ahead, Granny. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was just saying. I just, you know, I just, I'm, I don't know. I'm. There's things that I'm confused about, and there's things that I'm not confused about. And you know, my opinion, be that as it may be. You know, I, I'm just a fan. I don't make the decisions. I don't want to be put in that uh, decision-making process. I don't want to either. It's just we have questions, and those questions include, like, what are your intentions for us as fans? Because obviously, you know, the ratings have got to get better because AEW. What if Ring of Honor decides to go on live TV? Um, Especially, you know, they've said, AEW has stated, we're not going head-to-head with World Wrestling Entertainment. We're going to do us, and they're going to do them, which is code for, all right, fellas, 
let's see which war you know we can wage. I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I'm not inside the heads of the scouts and the talent scouts and the agents and whatnot, folks. But I, I'm always one of those fans, intuitive fans, thinking, okay, so you're giving us this. This production, you know, of Monday Night Raw is three hours long. And it went back to promo, 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 more promo, more introduction by Vince, and then you have a tag team match. So at least that part was better. Yes, that was. Yes, it and, was. And, you know, it's, it's not all negative. It's just, you know, Granny and I have been through this dance before with WWE, and we'd like to know if it's a tango or um, what in the world dance because, my God, all over, the stories are all over the place. And there's always the clear cut, okay, Bobby Lashley teaming with Baron Corbin. You know, there's a miscommunication. There's always a miscommunication with AJ Styles and his tag team partners. That's just a foredrawn conclusion because he's the phenomenal one. He's the guy that built the house that, you know, that SmackDown Live was built upon. So he tells. I think it's going to be a very good match between him and AJ, uh, Seth Rollins, that is, for the Universal Championship at Money in the Bank. So if you haven't already subscribed, folks, it's $9.99. Uh, after your first month, which, by the way, is completely free. Granny and I have been enjoying the network for quite some time. And you can go back and watch WCW, WWE, ECW, PWG, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Over a million hours of content have been added. And you can... Let's see here. You can also get the preloaded cards at FYE, your local game shops, Jarla Generals, Best Buy, 7-Elevens, Walmart. And if you don't want to do that, folks, I suggest you do it because you get access to probably, yeah, pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view. The preloaded cards are twenty seven ninety nine. And if you want to order it from a shop, by all means, be my guest. It's $6.99 for standard shipping, $11.99 for two-day ground shipping, and $21.99. But, you know, might as well just get it in the store, folks. It's a lot easier. Or just use a valid debit or credit card, Whatever, whatever option you pick. Absolutely. Yeah, because here's my deal. Back to Money in the Bank. So you've got the men's Money in the Bank ladder match, which the oddballs out would be Ricochet and Mustafa Ali. You never know because these these are the unpredictable pay-per-views. These are this is the pay-per-view that won. You don't know who's going to come in, come out, you know, with the briefcase, but it should be one hell of a match. Um, two. Becky Two Belts is going in to face both Charlotte and Lacey. And Granny, I think Becky is batshit crazy. 
and I love her to pieces for it because I think this is the first time we've had a well, no, now we have Seth and Kofi who defended the championship against Daniel Bryan, but that's besides the point. She has a 50-50 chance of losing both titles, which her odds are not that great. But I love her for trying. Yep. Absolutely. And thank God, you know, it's like the song Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. It's like Ding Dong, the Brock Mm -hmm. is gone. Because thankfully, thankfully, Granny, you know, when I was in New Jersey watching WrestleMania, I said to myself, I know I'm negative a lot about WWE. And for good reason, because I'm not too negative, but bitchy and and moaning about it. I just... I'm thanking my lucky stars that I finally went to a WrestleMania that produced champions that we can all get behind. But the question is, and the reason why I titled it two times in a row, is the calm before the storm... We've okay, fans. For those of you who do not are not familiar with this, let me tell you, it's not been easy being a WWE fan the last few years. I've been to several WrestleManias. I've been actually seven before this, and so eight total. I'm thinking, all right, money in the bank. Money in the Bank is going to raise some eyebrows if Becky loses championships. Are we going to riot? I don't know. But I can tell you that's not going to keep the fan base. That's going to lose the fan base. That's going to create so much tension. You will not want to see the signs. Some people may get kicked out. Some people are stupid like that. But I can understand their angst. Also, folks, if Samoa Joe loses the United States Championship to Ray, I'm just going to say it. Why even bother putting a championship on Samoa Joe's waist? Because he, uh, it took him four years to get a championship belt. He was patient. I'll give him that. You know, it's not about, some say it's not about winning championships. Because then you'll be remembered in the moment, but you'll be forgotten later on. Uh, Let me just elaborate on that, shall I? There are certain people that got called up from NXT that have been fucked around long enough. And Joe is one of them. Finn Balor is another. If Finn Balor... Okay, that's another point I'm going to bring up. Granny, he technically... And Lady Lynn stated it very well. And, of course, some idiot on Instagram was saying, well, she needs to correct her phrasing of uh, Finn Balor never technically lost the championship which is true, people, you know, this is 2019, but he was the inaugural champion. He had to uh, relinquish the championship to Seth Rollins because... He was injured. Well, he got injured. So This yeah. is trying to make up for three years of that. So I'm not one of those picky fans that are like, well, too little, too late. I'm one of those fans that wants to see how successful Finn Balor can be. Because there's no sense in saying, well, they did him wrong. Well, 
Well, you know, he made a valid point because, you know, if you remember Daniel Bryant, when he got injured, he had to relinquish the championship belt. And Balor had to relinquish the championship belt because technically he never did lose that. He had to give it up because he was injured. Roman Reigns had to give up the belt because of his leukemia. You know, and sure, it's a bad thing. It's a sad thing because it's, I mean, I get it. It's not fair, but, you know, I get it because as a champion, as a true fighting champion, you're supposed to defend that title every 30 days, technically. I mean, you know, even though we all know that that was not the case with Mr. Lesnar, you know, um, he got to do what he wanted, and he he was the exception to that rule, I think. But, you know, now Finn Balor's back, I mean, he deserves a chance, like anybody else would deserve a chance at those championship belts. Yeah, and some people say that in that ladder match, they're looking for the oddball out. I always say you never know. You never know, folks, until until that briefcase is raised over that gentleman's head. And I'm not talking about Finn Balor. I can talk about anyone. It could be Mustafa Ali. It could be Ricochet. Hell, dude, it could even be Rusev or Nakamura. It could be anyone that's involved in this men's ladder match. Okay, Rusev and Nakamura are not involved. Braun Strowman might be an odds-on favorite again because he did win it and never really got an opportunity to cash it in. But um, I don't know, Granny. Not only the men's, but the women's for that matter too. Natalia, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, Naomi. There's just a lot of win Alexa Bliss. Who knows who's going to win that briefcase? Alexa won it last year. Doesn't mean she's going to win it this year. But if she two-peats, I don't know, that put a big smile over my face because it's like, uh-oh, I wonder if she's going to be the one to dethrone Becky because that one makes sense, folks, because she has beaten Becky before, but Becky wasn't as big as she is now. So, yeah, it will piss people off. But I'd rather have her, I hate to say this, I would rather have Miss Bliss feud with Becky, just hypothetically saying, rather that than, gee, I don't know, Miss Knock Off the Block, Miss Lacey Evans. And the reason why I'm not so high on her is because it's not that she's not talented, it's the fact that she got pushed to the front of the line because, well, there's no other option. So who would I choose? You can't push Mae Young Classic into the fire. And I mean those women like who, I don't know, the NXT women like Bianca Belair, Shayna Baszler, 
just temporary fixes until Nia Jax gets over those double knee surgeries of hers, which speedy recovery, dude, even though a lot of people hate on her for what she did to Becky. Okay, well, you know, we never wish the worst on people because that's not right. So her cousin, too, is injured. So this just, you know, the women, Granny is completely depleted in that area. Plus, folks, you know, you've got a universal championship match between Seth Rollins and AJ Styles, which should be, no pun intended, a phenomenal match. Oh, and uh, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. This should be, or no, Kofi Kingston versus Kevin Owens. I wonder if they're going to add a third into that. I don't know. But, you know, a lot of question marks, folks, a lot. It's going to be very interesting um, how they how they handle money in the bank this year. It's just, you know, I'm curious. I'm curious as a fan because we've seen all these extracurriculars going on right now, fans. And we've seen firsthand just uh, one good month, two good months. Do we get a third? Do we get a fourth? Because if you keep giving us what we want, the ratings, the numbers that go in. The merch sales aren't the problem for WWE. They sell plenty of merch. It's the quality of story, nah, storytelling. Or, like I said, Forbes may actually have a point. You actually need to bring a guy or gal that can actually produce so much ratings to the point where your website crashes, or two, you sell out events within four to five minutes. You know, wrestling's not the hot topic right now. I don't. I beg to differ. Of course, you know, I'm an avid wrestling fan and a former, former manager myself. I do, like I said, I don't claim to know everything about professional wrestling, but for the time being. I have a lot of curiosity as towards how the mainstream is going to do and mainstream as in WWE. So folks, buckle up, get ready because this is part two. Part one was done yesterday. Off the rails uncensored. Please stand by. If you have any children, put earmuffs on. There's some explicit language that is about to be used. And if you have a child that listens to this and repeats what I say, I don't know. I just I just work here is my common response. So you are responsible for your own actions. I am not responsible for what comes out of your children's mouths. In my music. <laughs> i 
about where professional wrestling is now. I saw a little clip of NWA, and I, I happened to see familiar faces of the Rock and Roll Express. And One of my favorite <laughs> ever. Yep. yep. I, uh, I was like, wow, I, I haven't seen these guys, you know, since I was a kid. And they were pretty famous folks for being the tag team that could get any crowd reaction like you wouldn't believe. And if they were ever a part of WWE, I wonder what kind of interaction would have happened, you know, between the Rockers and the Rock and Roll Express. I wonder what would happen, you know, if you know, they have faced the Legion of Doom before, before one of them passed away. And it's like, you know, these guys are such legends. They give And of course, you can't forget the feud, ongoing feud they had for years in WCW against the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette. I mean, that was one of the most amazing Two of the most amazing tag teams ever, I think, back in the day. I mean, they're amazing. And they still get, they still, I mean, to this day, they still wrestle. They do, you know, a lot of independent shows and they make a lot of appearances and they still get the reaction that they got, I mean, you know, years ago. I mean, they're amazing. Yes. See, stuff like that, folks. I can talk to you about randomized subject matter. Why? Because back in the day, you have tag teams that grab your attention, but now you have tag teams that grab your attention. You just have to pick and choose which ones you choose to uh, watch. The Briscoe Brothers. Prime time still exists. Because why? In Ring of Honor, they, they do... Oh, I did kind of have to. Campus. I did kind of have to laugh last night. Okay. Why? I did see the part where the Osos came out with a little jar of, of stuff, and it was like Uso hot, or you know, like icy hot, but it was Uso hot. Uso hot. Oh yeah, that and was funny. Us- yeah, was- and the revival. I mean, my husband. I was sitting there watching that, and I mean, I caught the glimpse of that. And I mean, he, my husband was sitting there laughing his head off when they started, to, like grabbing at their wrestling trunks and setting down on the floor, sitting across the floor, and pouring ice water down their trunks. I mean, I'm sorry, you fans. I mean, that that was kind of funny. I mean, you know, I don't know what all they put in there. 
what you know what caused that, but I I just thought that it kind of reminded me of that movie. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was the longest yard. They they put some sort of something in the guards. Um, I don't remember now. It, it, there's been so funny incidents, so many funny incidences where people have done things to football players and put stuff in their, you know, in their jock straps and everything else, you know. So. Oh, that was great. I know, I know it was funny. The longest yard where they, where they put the um, estrogen thing in, and, and I think it was like Kevin Nash. He was the one guard, and he started like getting really emotional, you know, during the football game. <laughs> That his nipples were tight and everything, <laughs> you know, kind of funny, you know. But I mean, but I, I just thought that was kind of funny. They were the way they were scooting around on the floor last night. I think they did a really good job with that because it's like, man, the Usos—they're known to be serious folks, but in good times and bad, you know, you need some humor. That part I ain't complaining about. So, what I will tell you all is this. Question marks that arise in professional wrestling for moi. Well, I gotta tell you. One of those questions is, are we going to have a consistent show? Or is it going to be a show that makes me and Granny go scratch our heads and say, well, we can pick out this part that was good, and we can pick out that part that was decent from the show. We can report that to you, but, you know, in journalism, you got to be brutally honest in some areas, and this area is going to include um, the believability. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of kids watching wrestling, so some of them believe, some of them are smarts, and they follow what mommy and daddy say. Damn them. You can't expect kids now to react the way they used to back in the day. And it's just like, not just the kid demographics, but they said, Granny, on Forbes, that the teenagers who watch it, it the percentage of teens dropped about 38%. It's because they got a whole bunch of other shows. They're probably watching what their best friends are watching. And the demographic will constantly change. Uh, Granny, I can tell you that, yes, eventually professional wrestling will be so popular to the point where everyone talks about it. How can it not? I'm just questioning this website, though, because how can it not be popular? You know, when Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair and Becky, they were all on ESPN. Oh, goodness. Oh. But, Did you go somewhere? Um, oh, I, thought, I thought I lost you there for a minute. Be crazy. <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no. I think, I think just... something's wrong with Granny's phone lately because, you know, when you messaged me earlier, 
that message never popped up. I never saw that message pop up. And I usually am really good about seeing my messages pop up on Facebook Messenger. And I never even realized that you had messaged me, you know. And I was like, I totally missed it. I thought, oh, man, I missed it again. And I felt really bad about that, you know, because, like I said, it's just, um, I don't know, I think something's wrong with my phone. It's just, it's been doing screwy things the last few days. So, Maybe time for oh, to invest okay. in a, in a new in a new phone or something. No, it's okay, Granny. I mean, sometimes you know, messages. I I have that happen to me sometimes as well. But um, anyhow, so continuing on, I just question that website a little bit, but I also know where it's coming from. Well, I'm hoping to get to watch SmackDown tonight. I don't think I'm going to have anything going on that's going to keep me from watching SmackDown, so I'll see what kind of interesting thing happens tonight. Yes, you know, and there's um, the fact that they said SmackDown Live. On this website, particular Forbes.com said that the ratings have dropped. They said, well, there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but I'm not going to go through each one and go, A, reason A, reason Z. I don't want to bore people to fucking tears. But what I will tell you is the way things are set up right now, some of it needs fixing and some of it needs some serious serious revamps there needs to be one particular person that steps up to the plate knocks that metaphorical ball out of the park so that fans can be like man I really got to see him man I really got to see her because right now Becky Lynch is carrying the whole fucking load on her shoulders there's other people that, that yeah it's the truth folks because I don't care if you're a man woman or child if you're going to sit here and deny the fact that Becky Lynch has helped WWE, then you are wrong, in my opinion. I'm not saying, well, whatever you say is going to be wrong, whatever you don't say is going to be wrong. Look, I'm not that type of person, but I am going to tell you, look at the facts. Becky Lynch's VIP at WrestleMania sold out in 12 minutes flat. That, that standard right there, of selling out your VIP tickets for autograph signings and pictures means that she's reaching her audience, means that on social media her A-game is always on. And not just that, her wrestling, which is what lacked from Ronda Rousey, uh, because Rousey was training on the road, to be fair. You know, it's NXT... I like NXT UK. I love my NXT. But it just feels like they keep plucking from the main roster. Or to the main... They keep gravitating towards the main roster, let me say that. And that's not a bad thing because you get more attention. You're introduced to the the main roster crowd. And people get a semblance of who you are. There needs to be some oomph like there was back in the day. Like oomph as in 
okay, this is why we go see, this is why we go attend your shows, blah, 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 blah. Like I said, I hate being negative, but I'm just being brutally honest. Well, I know things back in the day are so much different than they are today. I mean, you know, and I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again. You know, when I had the opportunity to meet um, Tony Atlas and Ron Simmons, you know, a couple of months ago at an autograph signing, I mean, I tell you, Ron Simmons and Tony Atlas both, I mean, they were phenomenal. They were absolutely amazing. And but Ron Simmons, you know, he said to me, he says, Granny, he says, you are that true fan that we had back in the day that we don't see anymore. I mean, he says, we miss that. We miss, you know, what the fans used to feel like because they're not that way anymore. You know, what, what it was back in the day compared to what it is now. I've been a wrestling fan as long as I can remember. I mean, I had an aunt who used to run with a bunch of wrestlers. My aunt actually dated Greg Valentine for a little while back in the day. I mean, you know, I mean, several years, I mean, you know, a long, long, long time ago, you know. I mean, when Greg was just first getting started, and you know, I mean, she used to run around for Valentine. I mean, you know, Harley Race. I mean, my goodness. I mean, let's could go on and on and on. But you know, so yeah. I mean, I've watched wrestling ever since I've been a kid. I'm 56 years old. I'll be 57 in August. You know, but but that I, I took that as a compliment. We train. You know what he said to me. You know. You know, he says, you are the type of fan back in the day that we love. You know, he says, you are that true fan. And I miss, you know, and and you just you just don't see that anymore. You don't see those type of fans anymore. I mean, every once in a while you might come across a pretty good fan. But for the most part, no, I don't, I, I don't think. I mean, you have the fan. I mean, today you have the fans, you know, today. But as far as being what you would call, what I would call a true fan, you know, their perception of a true fan may not be the same as my perception of a true fan is. You know, but that's just my opinion. Once again, that's just that's how I see it. You know. I mean, yeah, you see the fans. I mean, you have fans, you know, but I mean. What what I would call true fans, you don't see a lot of that today. No one directly boos or cheers anymore. It's all, you know, let's go Roman, Roman sucks. Let's go out, you know, let's go black, black sucks. You know, something to that extent. And that's fine. You want interaction. You want the crowd to pop. You want them to react. But Granny... Cincinnati's crowd was about as dead as a minor league baseball crowd uh, mm-hmm. in, in a town that they don't care about minor league baseball. I mean, and for, and for that announcer to say Cincinnati's favorite person 
mean, when they were introducing Baron Corbin, Boring Corbin last night, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, God. I, mean, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I was listening to that former general manager, former, you know, everything was former, former, former. And then Cincinnati's favorite person, you know, and then they you mentioned his name. I'm like, oh, I got really? I wanted to get, I mean, it's like I needed the TV because I was just so sick and tired of listening to it. And I mean, I, you know, but it was it was kind of nice not to see Leo Rush come out there with Bobby Lashley last night. I mean, I, you know, I, I did enjoy that much of it, you know. And I, I did enjoy that much of it that Leo Rush was not that part, you know. And I, I've seen, I've seen different things on Facebook, on social media, you know. And I guess he's no longer part of WWE from what I read. I mean, I, I just glimpsed and I saw something the other day on social media about it, you know. And I'm like, okay, good, he's gone. I'm glad he's gone, you know. I, I could never stand him anyways, you know. But so. And so, you know, that was a sigh of relief. So, see, folks, there's not all negative on our end when it comes to reporting this stuff to you guys. And granted, Annie, I found it interesting. The Briscoes took umbrage to uh, the NWA and their entire division, and it was funny at the Crockett Cup. um, Like I said, I'm going off tangent, folks, because I need to say something nice. It was nice to see Rock and Roll Express show their token of appreciation towards, well, the Briscoes, who so desperately tried to make their point that all of NWA was a joke, that it was subpar to Ring of Honor. And for the first time, you know, you saw You saw something that made you go, wow. And also, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega showing up to New Japan. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to be there, but they showed up. That's right. And it was great because the fans are just like, wow. We did not expect this. You know, like, ooh-ah moments. Ooh-ah moments in WWE, they, they're there. NXT UK. I don't know, Granny, if you you may not have had time due to your busy schedule with the Lodge and whatnot, but Worlds Collide has um, it's on the network, and if you they had an all-women's event and it was women from NXT Smackdown Live, Monday Night Raw, and the Mae Young Classic. And they had it was funny because I know you're familiar with Nikki Cross. Oh, yes. They had a triple threat match for the NXT UK Women's Championship, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair, and Nikki Cross. Nikki took both Bianca and Tony Storm, and she does that thing with the apron. She did that to both of them. Where... She grabs the two of their legs or inside the apron, and Nikki just proceeds to have fun, or as she likes to say, play. Her version of playing is a bit violent. Oh, yes. But I like how she always says, come play with me. Come play with me. 
<laughs> you know, you just, I wouldn't want to mess with her. I mean, I wouldn't want to meet that woman in the dark alley, but, you know, um, I'll just I'll just be the good little fan and watch what takes place, you know. It's kind of like last night we were talking to, um, we had uh, a two-night guest last night on Attitude Our Live, and we had Stepstool Tommy D and um, Steve Dixon. And, of course, he's known as the psycho dwarf, you know, um, you know, midget wrestler, you know. And, I mean... And he does this move, and I call him and says, Granny, would you like to volunteer for that type of finishing move? I'm like, no, thank you, Icon. I mean, I said, I have enough aches and pains as it is. <laughs> I said, maybe we need to volunteer Big Swing for that finishing to see if they want to, he wants to do that finishing move on Big Swing. I said, that's too much pain involved for me. I'm just like, no, thank you. I, I think I'll pass. I mean, I can tolerate pain to a point, but I mean, that is a little extreme. I agree. But you know, folks, like I said, um, I try to find positive things uh, rather than dwell on the negative. Because if you're always negative, how are you going to enjoy the WWE as a whole? Now, granted, I have blasted it out of the water because it was a concern. They're like, well, you're not the one on their dime or their dollar. Again, I'm going to speak on that very clearly. I am not the one on their dime or their dollar because I am the one paying for a ticket or watching it for, you know, what I pay for on cable on USA in New York, okay? I watch the stuff on the network because it's my job. And some may dispute this. Well, you didn't really graduate from journalism school. How can you call yourself a broadcast journalist? Technically, this is a form of media. I'm broadcasting around the world, by the way. What's up, Latvia, Indonesia? But before I start, Latvia, what's up, US of A? What's up, Australia, Canada? What's up, Eugenia? How are you doing, sweetie? Hi, Eugenia. <laughs> she said, Eugenia, you pop on at weird moments, dear. I love you, though. Um, what's up to China? What's up to the fans who listen in Puerto Rico? What's up to everyone who's been listening to us so far? So anyways, I try and keep positive and find something from the network or from WWE so that I can report to you guys. And the fact that I'm broadcasting to you right now about stuff that I'm concerned about and stuff that I care about and stuff that I like. And not just that, it's in the form of what's going on in World Wrestling Entertainment from the current scene. And not just WWE. I blended Ring of Honor, New, well, technically a little bit of New Japan, not totally the entire full report. And I do get my resources from, you know, the internet via my phone, via my computer, before I even get on here with Granny. And I write notes. So that is a form of journalism, sir, if that's what you're trying to, you know, target me and Granny for. That's kind of rude. And I mean, I, I, you know, and I'm I'm far from being a journalist, but I try to research different things as well. You know, I mean, I used to host a podcast for years. I mean, for four or five years, of course, you know, we had 
our podcast is kind of like Attitude Era Live. We actually had guests every week, you know, but I had to research my guests that I had on. Of course, the majority of the guests that we had on our show, I personally knew anyway. So that was a big plus. That was a big help to me whenever I would have whoever it might have been, you know, that particular night. You know, I mean, we would usually only have, like, one guest, maybe two, but a lot of times the people that we had on the show pretty much called in at the same time where we just kind of, like, you know, unless it was somebody really special where we just made a point to have only that person on for a certain amount of time, but for the most part, if we had more than one guest, it was kind of like a lot of times we did it just like a roundtable type thing, like what you and I kind of explained and I did, you know, sometimes betraying, you know, when we had the four of us on, you know, at the same time, you know, we just kind of talked about different things and, you know, we gave the independent wrestlers time to promote their shows that they were doing or what was going on or, you know, or or if we had people call in, like listeners call in and had questions for our guests, and we would allow that too. So, you know, but no, fans, I am not a journalist by trade. I mean, but I did know enough that I had to research my information, you know, to make sure that the correct information was getting out there for everybody. But the thing, like, you can't, you can't clarify someone out as a journalist because we're all on a podcast, man. We're either on a podcast, we have our own blog, we do our own YouTube channels. It's gotten to the point where it's evolved. But the point is, folks, it's that calm before the storm type feel I don't know exactly how to word and I would I would hope and pray that it doesn't turn into a freaking hurricane of complaints and you know bitching and moaning because I'm tired of it I really would like to say okay this is what I like this is what I don't like and just leave it at that and I can do that now it's just Boy, you're leaving a lot of room for me to start bitching and moaning again. Anyways, folks, that'll do it for today on today's episode of Wrestle Radio Network Tuesday Edition Part 2. I will not do Part 3. Thanks for asking, though, fans. That's great. But good old Prime Rails is a bit wore out from uh, his interview earlier today. Wasn't bad, wasn't good, wasn't different. It was awesome. All right, folks. That'll do it for me. If you didn't if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Granny. And if you didn't like what Granny Holster had to say, what you're gonna do when Granny Holster goes crazy on you. Alright, folks, that's it. Have a good day. Have a good rest of your day. Enjoy this bipolar weather. Alright, I got to get some rest and then Get ready for work. So, toodles, bitches. Have a nice day, night, whatever. Take it. Look at-
personality. 